Hey, what up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Billy Rickman Show podcast, episode number 150, and tonight we're going to be talking about problem solving and a nine-step hack that I use when I uh, have my own problems and the processes I go through to solve them. So tune in. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, so what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. This is episode number 150, so another milestone there and something to celebrate. It's taken us 18 months to get there, but we did get there, and we've been smashing out a lot of episodes lately, obviously, because we're doing the 365 days in a row, which is all pretty exciting, and uh, so far, so good. I don't know anyone, any money, if you're just joining in on the journey. Um, I am doing 365 days in a row of podcasting, come rain, hail, or shine, no matter how I feel, no matter what's happening in my life. Um, and I can tell you up till this point, I've had some absolutely horrendous days um, three five days in a row. And none of you guys would be the wiser because I've had to put my brave face on and just jump on board and do the podcast anyway, because that's part of the, um, obviously the standard I'm setting for myself. Uh, but we're there, we're, we're on track and we don't owe anyone any money just yet. So uh, fingers crossed, we'll still keep going all the way through to 365. But tonight I want to talk about problem solving and Obviously, problem solving is an important part of being uh, a business owner. In fact, some would argue it's the most important part because, you know, if you start in a business, you're the most junior employee. There's no expectation of you. There's no weight of expectation, right? If you're, if you, we see it in our own business, like the most junior people come in and they do the most minute things and everyone jumps up and down and celebrates and, you know, tells them how great they are. Um, and if they're not doing great, then they normally get mentored and, you know, and, and they get trained and, and they grow into their role. But the, the weight of expectation on a, someone who's quite junior in a business is is very minimal. As you progress through the ranks or you get promoted and you go into more senior roles, then the weight of expectation becomes higher and you are expected that you can do certain things in a business and um, the, so, some of those responsibilities is to problem solve. So you may become a manager of a department. So if you're working in a, SAR, a spa or a salon or whatever, you might be you know, um, a, a team leader of a certain um, department in the business or where, however way you structure your business. And is as problems come up in your department, you'll be required to problem solve them and come up with solutions that will obviously keep the business moving forward and keep everyone happy. Now, if you are the business owner though, the buck stops with you. There is nobody else. You can't go to somebody else to problem solve for you um, within your business structure anyway, obviously externally you can, but within your business structure, if you don't have the answers, then you can't look really to anybody else because it's, it's only ended up in you <laughs> as a problem for you because nobody else could solve that problem. And all day, every day, especially in salons and spas, we, we're constantly problem solving. It's like customer complaint. Um, the treatment didn't go right. Um, you know, the, 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 
one of the staff is sick. Um, you know, the cash didn't balance. All these different things that we go through every single day as a business owner, and we have to problem solve and figure it out. It's like, okay, well, sales are down 20% this time last year. What's happened? Um, you know, a competitor is opening up over the road or whatever it is. There's always problems in the business. And as you get, um, I, I used to listen to really successful and, and uh, really well-off people talk about this early on in my own career. And now as my own business is growing, I'm, I'm seeing the reality of that. And it's like, it says the problems never go away. Problems As your business gets bigger, the problems just get bigger. And it's true, right? As your business gets bigger, the problems get bigger. Um, but problems, I don't know, I've learned to look at them as a, a positive thing because it means when you have a problem in your business, it means that you're pushing the limits of your business to... Um, to a point where you have to innovate, you have to find solutions, which means you're growing. If you didn't have any problems in your business, I think like it's a really, it's a big red flag. If you don't have problems in your business, it's a massive red flag because it means you're not pushing the business hard enough to actually create problems, um, which means that you're just resting on your laurels, which means that you're probably going to get overtaken and therefore you're going backwards and it's a really, really dangerous place to be. So number one, let's just establish that problems are not necessarily a bad thing. But just going back to my original point as the business owner, your role, one of your primary roles, if not the primary role, is to be a problem solver. And so I wanted to, um, and I, the reason why I wanted to talk about this tonight is because just today alone, I've received two SOS messages on Facebook, um, one from Europe and one from um, a lady in Australia. The one in Europe is, um, if you're not following along, uh, Facebook has just, um, there's been all these changes in laws uh, in with regards to privacy and uh, and security and um, now there's a lot of uh, automation, many chat and chatbots and things like that uh, for Facebook Messenger that are no longer able to be used. And so for people who use Facebook Messenger as a primary source of marketing, um, which this lady does, um, she's now in a world of hurt, right? Her business is going, she said she's just come out of lockdown, her business is already going backwards and now her primary source of marketing has just taken a massive hit. And she's really, really worried about whether or not her business is going to survive. Um, and again, I've received another message from this lady in Australia saying she doesn't know what she's going to do. It's, you know, debt up to her eyeballs. She's losing staff, losing clients, um, just cannot recover and cannot figure out a way out, right? And so I really got to thinking about this whole problem-solving thing and thought I'd just do this little podcast episode tonight and take you through a nine-step process that hopefully helps you guys to get some clarity when you have problems, all right? And so the first one is, the first step, step number one is how big is the problem? All right, that's the first question you ask yourself. How big is the problem? Because in our minds, we catastrophize things, right? Last night I was on uh, one of the social channels and I was looking at uh, a spacewalk that they'd just recently done. And part of the spacewalk, because they've got like all these um, high resolution cameras now, it's not like, you know, they used to do spacewalks in the 80s and 90s. Uh, if you're not familiar with what a spacewalk is, when they actually leave the spacecraft in space and they do like repairs or whatever they are to a satellite or to the vessel. and um, But they're using really high-res tech um, technology and cameras now. So the footage that they're using on these spacewalk that you see from these spacewalks is super clear. It's like got amazing clarity. And looking at some of the footage of them, like the camera behind them, they're doing the work and then it, sees, it shows the Earth there. And you can see Earth in super high-res and the, the clear outline of the atmosphere and the pitch black of the darks in space um, and then the Earth, right? And it just looks like this little ball. Earth, the planet, looks like this little ball. And there's 8 billion people, or close to 8 billion people on the planet. And we think that the problems that we have are so catastrophic, but when put into certain perspectives or given context in comparison to how small we actually are, 
then the question you have to ask yourself is how big is this problem right now? Yeah, am I catastrophizing this problem? Is it really, really that bad? Or is it something that in 12 months time I'm going to look back on and it really wasn't a problem? It's just something I'm catastrophizing. So step number one is to really figure out how big is the problem, right? And just give yourself some mental clarity around that. The second one is a really clear, easy question. Is this problem solvable? Right? Pretty self-explanatory. Is the problem solvable? If it is, if it's not, which is step three, if it's not, what are your other options? So now it's not, we've, we've established that how big is the problem? We've asked the question, is the problem actually solvable? And if it's not, step number three, what are my other options? Okay, so instead of stressing about it, instead of catastrophizing about it, instead of like going through this whole mental anxiety and stress and overwhelm and all this like sleepless nights, okay, cool. Nope, step number three is if it's not solvable, what are my other options? All right, number four is if it is solvable, can I solve it myself? And if I can, number five, how long will it take? So number four is if it is solvable, can I solve it myself? Do I have the resources? Do I have the capacity? Do I have everything I need within myself to actually solve it? And if I can, how long will that take? And now, so giving myself a timeline, oh shit, you know, if I committed to this, I could have to have this fixed in half an hour. If I committed to this, I could have this done in a week, a month, whatever it is, but put a timeline on it. Number six, if I can't solve it myself, who can? All right, and that asking that question, it just... It changes your thought process. It changes the way you think about the problem, right? So if I can't, um, then who can, right? If I can't solve the problem, who can? And number seven, will it cost me money? Will it cost me money? If I can't solve it, who can? And if I can find someone, will it cost me money? That's step number seven. Number eight is can I afford it? All right, and lastly, number nine, if I can't afford it, well, what else can I offer? And that could be like a trade in, um, in service. So, you know, you could do a contra deal. So you give them something that you do and in return, they do something that, that, that they're great at that can hold, solve the problem. You know, an example of that is, oh shit, I really need an accountant. I, I need an accountant to do this or I need a lawyer to write me a letter. Shit, I can't afford a $1,500 invoice from a lawyer. But what if that lawyer really likes facials or massage or hair services and I give them $1,500 worth of credit in the salon, right? And so you could do a contra deal. So step number one is how big is the problem? Get yourself really, really clear about that. Number two is, is the problem solvable? And if it's not, what are my other options? So now start to think about contingencies, start to innovate in other ways. If it is solvable, can I solve it myself? Number four. Number five is how long will it take? And number six, will it, um, if I can't, solve it, who can? Number seven, will it cost me money? Number eight, can I afford it? And then number nine, if I can't afford it, what else can I offer? If you go through that problem solving process, right, you will end up somewhere that gives you clarity about that problem. And more than likely, these things that we worry about and stress about and have like these, like I said, sleepless nights about, you will oftentimes find out that they're not as big as what you think they are. They are solvable. You can solve it either yourself or you can find somebody. And even if you think you can't afford it, there are ways to get someone to do that for you, which don't, don't cost you money, which allows you to have um, better thought processes, better problem solving processes 
and you don't have to have those sleepless nights anymore because you just simply go through those nine steps. So I hope this episode, this episode, sorry, has helped you. Uh, it helps me a lot of time when I go through my own problem solving uh, processes. And uh, and if you have loved it, please make sure you like, share, comment on the post wherever you're seeing this. And I'll take a screenshot on your phone right now and share it to some people who may need to hear this in their own life. Um, but if not, uh, I hope you've enjoyed it anyway, and I'll see you tomorrow night for another, or hopefully not tomorrow night, I'm sick of these late night podcast episodes, I'll have to do some during the day, Um, but I'll see you tomorrow for another episode of the Billy Rickman Show podcast, enjoy, and I'll see you then, bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.